Welcome to the manor. Welcome back to the Twin Terrors Macabre Manor Beat Metal Mayhem. I'm James. And I'm Jody. And we are going to talk about Iron Maiden, Sun and Steel, and our ever-expanding Iron Maiden beer, song, context, history, thing. <laughs> yeah. That's what James said. <laughs> As a heads up, uh, we're actually trying to do this at a bar, which yeah. is not the, the first time. Uh, no. <laughs> the, the first time we recorded this, we were actually at Thuma's, uh restaurant in Indianapolis, the heavy yeah. metal bar we talked about, where we talked about it, especially in the Malort episode. Yeah. Uh, but they are such a metal bar that you can hear us, but not very well at all. Yeah. It's, uh, the original recording didn't turn out very <laughs> good. Uh, but we definitely want to give Kuma the shout out because... Now, as we're recording, they, they actually brought us a shot of Malort to take. Yes. And it was a most glorious, <laughs> magnificent piece of a shot. Yes. Uh, Jody actually spilled it on the equipment a little bit. <laughs> Jody had a little spillage, and while he was cleaning up, I inhaled deeply to get all those herbs and what, what's not into my lungs. Because Malort is a healing liqueur. Yes. Awesome, awesome, awesome stuff, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, as, as we were at Kuma's, we were actually trying sudden steel at the same time yes something we've not necessarily been able to do <laughs> in in the past true uh, so currently we're sitting at another pub yeah uh, a little irish pub um, hoping that the background noise isn't so bad and we're speaking more up and into the mic so hopefully trying to <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's what she said <laughs> uh, but that was only two days ago so right it's not as though we don't remember how good Sun and Steel was. Oh, it was very good, very good. Uh, so what'd you think about it? I, um, it was very good, very good. <laughs> you can say that again. Oh, I just wait. <laughs> uh, yeah, Sun and Steel is a, uh, a lager fermented with sake yeast. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just a nice, bright, golden lager. Mm-hmm. That, that yeast gives it a little zip of zinga, wazooey zest. Zest. There's my alliteration thing. <laughs> Zip the zinga zest. It's a pally. <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, I guess Bruce has been friends with uh, George Yusa, who's owner of the 300-year-old family-run Okunomatsu Sutsuki Brewery in Fukushima. Yeah, and what you said. I'm not saying it again. Nice try, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, they got permission from the actual Japanese government because evidently the sake yeast is, is quite a well-kept secret. Oh, well, so did not know that. Yeah, yeah, they took a little bit of this and George met Bruce over at a concert for Iron Maiden and gave it to him and George gave it over to Robinson's Brewery and gave it to uh, uh, Martin Weeks, a brewer, and they, they worked out this beautiful lager. I mean, it's, it's bright, it's golden, it's it's got that nice, clean, crisp, refreshing thing, but the the log yeah. of sake does give it a little extra pizzazz. That's not quite as alliterative as as, 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 as that's right. Alliterative? Yeah. That's, that's okay. <laughs> I'm sorry you wanted alliterative, you foul <laughs> face, fucking fuck face. <laughs> but that was not only alliterative; it's almost palindromic. <laughs> almost. Uh, I will say. Um, oh, and by the way, it was actually brewed through Unicorn Brewing also, which I found awesome on the can. Oh, okay. I was going to say I found Unicorn Brewing awesome on the can, but that was going to come out wrong. <laughs> yeah. I read it off of the beer can that it was brewed at Unicorn Brewing. <laughs> yeah. With, with Robinson. 
And you know, if, if you go to Robinson's website, they always have the little tasting notes and everything. So it's 4.8%, and you know, it's pale yellow, smooth, and, and complex and, and delicate. Which Cody <laughs> made fun of the other day. Yeah. It's complex and delicate at the same time. <laughs> It is. It's, it's easy. Yeah. It's easy on the eyes. And yet, <laughs> still, still makes you go, what the hell's going on? You know. Yeah. Like that first girlfriend you get in college where yeah. you're all finding each other. And, uh, I will say, I got a, it's got a little bit of honey notes, but I think that was psychological because it says, you know, it's got some honey and gooseberry aroma. Yeah, I don't know that I necessarily tasted the honey. So much, but um, I, I thought it was maybe a little, a little creamy too. But I, but I didn't get that the whole time I was drinking it either. <laughs> but we maybe did. it was just that one sip for some reason. <laughs> I don't know. Well, we had it over the course of a half an hour. As it warms, you mm. get different things. So. That's true because it wasn't. It was kind of like in the middle, if I remember correctly. I don't, I don't totally remember everything from Monday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, between all the beer and all the food, <laughs> we we may have had a food coma by the end of that Monday. <laughs> yeah, uh, Kuma's, where you get ten ounces of bacon, post frying weight oh, on a sandwich. <laughs> yeah. uh, Still working on that bastard. Yeah, me too. Uh, you got the good. You got the Slayer. Right? I got the Slayer. Yeah, the Slayer. Was, Slayer. Yeah, it was it was awesome. It's a Bunless burger on a bed of fries with chili on top of it and sausage uh, <laughs> and cheese. <laughs> so good. <laughs> I, could, I think there were peppers in there too, but that may have been part of the chili. <laughs> could have been. I don't think I've had their chili. It was good. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean that that really was about it. Though we're not forgetting much as far as the beer goes. Right. Because it was it was just a damn good lager. If you like, I think we talked about if you if, like if lagers. you like lagers, yeah. And and I will enjoy a lager, especially a German or uh-huh. Brit lager, yeah. not so much the American, even the craft brewing. Because no, I'll I, still take an ale. Yeah, yeah. I, even with Sam Adams, I'm really I will use Sam Adams uh, Boston lager for cooking. Ha! I, I was talking to our buddy Sam, who's yeah. been on the podcast, and yeah, he's he. We, we both complain because the specialty packs that come out at season always have just a normal lager. It's like, I can get that anywhere. Yeah. Why do you put it in? I'm like, eh, I use it for cooking. Yeah. And that's, that's the only time I get it is in the specialty pack. <laughs> it's really good. Uh, if you like mussels and, and the seafood in the shell, you can boil it. And then I think the, the, the Sam Adams lager actually does a really good job. Huh. Although then Sam made a comment when I said that about why in the hell would you want to go through all that effort? <laughs> Just to have bottom feeding food. <laughs> that sounds like Sam. <laughs> Not like you didn't have a point, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I think I started going into uh, ancestry and the telomeres, and now they didn't have enough food back in the day because of the damn English. So they would take all the bottom feeding stuff they could and had to make it as palatable as possible. And, and Jody's already glazed over now, and I'm giving a recap. You can imagine <laughs> Sam three minutes into this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think the, I think the only thing we're missing is that you mentioned Pilsners being from Pilsen. Yeah, Pilsen in the Czech Republic. Because I I brought up Pilsners and Lagers and all that together. Yeah. And, and yeah, yeah. I, I actually thought about throwing that in again and wasn't really going to until you mentioned it and that I left it out. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> 
Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you think about the song, Jody? That is an awesome song. It is. It is. It is an awesome song. This is one of my favorite songs off of the Peace of Mind album. I like that album. Yes. What's special about that album? Uh, that's the one with the backward basking. That, that is. Should be yeah, right? it is. That <laughs> is. Not the um, song. Yeah. Um, it's uh, also Nico McBrain's first album with them, with the band. On drums, replaced Clyde Burr. On drums and belching. And belching. <laughs> and backward mass messages. <laughs> <laughs> that includes good belching. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, one of their shorter songs. It is. It is. Um, I, I first, uh, of course, I think you heard it, you first heard it before I did, but I first heard it um, when I was about 12 or 13 years old. And I, I just, you know, I wasn't quite into Dungeons and Dragons at that point. I was, I, I was, but I wasn't. I hadn't played the game yet, but I really liked the Dungeons and Dragons cartoon. And hearing the lyrics, I kind of associated it with kind of the Dungeons and Dragons kind of thing because they mentioned dragons and stuff like that. Um, but I found out later that's not what it was about. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's. Uh, it's kind of based on the life of, uh, and, and it depends on whether or not you're saying this. Uh, yeah, I, I remember. Now I remember. Um, it depends on whether or not you're saying this the way the Japanese would say it or the way Westerners would say it. Uh, but it's uh, Musashi Miyamoto or Miyamoto Musashi because uh, in Japanese the family name is actually first. Right. I think uh, I think Chinese do that too. I think my they colleague, do. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, if you heard a big yell, uh, somebody up on the TV for the European uh, football uh, one, sport. One of, those, one of those soccer teams? Yeah, European football. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, Miyamoto Musashi, as we typically call him in the West, uh, I believe. Um, yeah. he, anyway, he, it's kind of based on his life and on, uh, I'm going to probably, I'd say more on his life, but maybe kind of on the book that he wrote, the book of Fibre. Very good book, yeah. He, yes. he was born in the late 1500s, died mid 1600s. So you know, we're talking, you know, after Jamestown was founded, but well, well before any other thing. Yeah, well, about the same time. When was Jamestown founded? 1620, 1600, yeah. sometime around there. Yeah, before Plymouth. I would like to point that out. <laughs> I, I I get tired of pointing out to people that Plymouth, the religious colony, was founded. After Jamestown, the we're gonna we're gonna make money off of this colony. <laughs> so don't tell me the U.S. was only founded on religious liberty by the Puritans because it wasn't. Not even actually a lot of the people in the colonies, as we digress, did yeah. not care for the. Uh, well, and the only reason the, the only reason the Puritans got the rights to the Plymouth Charter was because the Jamestown colony got founded, and the guy that had the Plymouth Charter said, "Well, I'm out of money here. You take it." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, anyway digression. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I, uh, I remember reading his book uh, in college. I don't think I've read it more than once, but I enjoyed it. It's a, yeah. It's a very good. He's got this wonderful way of of, of the way of the warrior type of thing. Yeah. But he blends uh, like a blue collar and a white collar type of thing because mm-hmm. he likens it to carpentry, and yeah. it, and it's something anybody of any background, socioeconomic status race, whatever, yeah. would, would probably enjoy if you want a bit of 
philosophy. Yes, yeah, that, that was the philosophical stuff was the main reason I read it. Um, and I, I probably read it a little bit after you because I was already out of college by the time I read it. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's very much the, the samurai code. Because um, he was a, a samurai. samurai. He was a very famous samurai. Um, and as, as, as I do know that I, when we originally tried to record this, I talked about uh, 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 Kurosawa. Uh, Akira Kurosawa did not do any movies on Mifune. Or not Mifune. Musashi. Um, but Tachiro Mifune, who starred in a lot of Akira Kurosawa samurai movies, or just a lot of Kurosawa movies, um, he did, I think he did play Musashi in the trilogy. I think it's called the Samurai Trilogy. Um, I don't have it, I have not watched it, but it's something I do want to get and watch. Um, I've heard some pretty good stuff about it. So, pretty cool. Yeah. And I, and I know the other day you went into more of the movies. Yeah, I might not do that this time. <laughs> uh, no worries. <laughs> all, all I will say from my end is that I do enjoy The Magnificent Seven. Yeah. We see. I've not seen the new one. I don't know what the remake. I, no, I have not. I have not well, after after Seven Samurai, they're all remakes. <laughs> uh, but which one came out in America first? Uh, okay, Magnificent Seven came out. So America. see, Magnificent Seven. Yeah. That's the only one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, so it's a good movie, and, and I like most of the actors, if not all, in the remake. I've just not seen it. Yeah. And yes, I think I made some stupid spaghetti western joke as well. And I can't remember exactly what it was, and <laughs> probably for the best, because on our level of stupid jokes, it, even Jody's like, uh, whatever, man. I, I, it was so bad I didn't even get it. Just shut the fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> so uh, I know we also talked, because this particular book, we'd also mention another good book, uh, from the same oh, yeah. philosophical realm. Yeah. Uh, Sun Tzu's The Art of War. Art of War, yeah. Because yeah, we, we talked about how it's yeah. almost required reading for uh, uh, military uh, schools. And yeah, yeah. West Point and the Naval Academy, I think they both. Yeah. Um, that wouldn't surprise me if the Air Force Academy does too. Wouldn't either. I, I only know, well, I mean, this is 25, 30 years ago. Right. When I was getting out of high school, I applied to the two, not the Air Force, but the other two. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I looked at the curriculum and it was... It was a part of it. Required. Yeah. I, I can't say it's required, but it was on the list. So whatever yeah. that may mean. Which means that when I decided not to go to Annapolis, I instead became a long hair, heavy metal <laughs> guitarist. <laughs> I uh, I still read the book. <laughs> yeah, the War. Yeah, definitely. And, and I think I may have read uh, the Book of Five Rings after Art of War I because yeah. I, I first heard of Art of War and then I'm like, oh, here's this other one. Let's check this out. Yeah. Now, I'm going to do the same quiz I gave Jody the other day. Let's see if I remember Oh, no, wait. Wait one second. I'm okay. sorry. We're neglecting something very important. What's that? Samurai. And this is where yeah. people like in America, back in the 50s and 40s and everything, uh -huh. blue-collar workers would yeah. have their lunch. They'd go and read the newspapers to learn Oh, more. yeah, yeah. White-collar people would trust the blue-collar, you know, the, the plumber, the auto mechanic, whatever, to do the, like, everybody... That there was a distinction, uh -huh. but they all trusted each other to do their job and wanted to do better. And without getting the politics of anything else, yeah, I will say that the samurai were extremely like this because he also not only was a kick-ass wandering swordsman who went around uh -huh. and beat the crap out of 
everybody, even though it's considered his better logistically. Yeah. Uh, but he's also an artist. Yes. 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 Yeah. Well, that's what you get for having that on the last page. Well, it is. That's, <laughs> that's what happens. My, my, my trivia note is on the same page as a picture of his strike perched on a withered branch. Yes. And it's good. I mean, he's got very oh, yeah. nice brush strokes. Yeah. I, I definitely enjoy Japanese art. You know, the watercolor art like that, yeah. <coughs> oh, yes, I know what Japanese forms of media and entertainment <laughs> you like. <laughs> Tentacles. Tentacles. <laughs> eh, yeah. Moving on. <laughs> La Blue Girl. <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> Damn it. All right, so I asked this question of Jody two days ago. Let's see if he remembers. He probably not. <laughs> Do you remember the famous, this though, of course, Sasha was a sword weapons master who yes. roamed around beating the crap out of people. Yeah. Do you remember the famous sword myth from Japan? The one who did all the folding and the folding and the banging no, and no, the folding. No, but I remember you asking me. <laughs> <laughs> Matsumune. Matsumune. Okay. Yeah. So I also, if you're listening to this, has nothing to do with the song. Right. But he's, he's pretty cool too, and I learned about him through a Choose Your Own Adventure book when I was like in <laughs> junior high. I, asked, I remember you talking about that. Uh, okay. Okay. Well, no, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. So, Jody was talking about D&D in the song. Yeah. I think, uh, I mean, I learned of the song back on the Sacred Heart Playground because of Wade and Scott, who I'd mentioned in, like, our first episode or so. Yeah. Which, of course, means I didn't listen to it much until just before recording the other day. <laughs> and I always forget how short it is. Yeah. But how, how like, that, that chorus. Oh, the chorus. The great chorus. Yeah. It's melodic and powerful. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. There's something. There's some sort of like toward the end. Uh, life is like a. Re- I don't know how Bruce sings. It. I'm not going to do it injustice by even repeating it. <laughs> you should, I mean, it is what a three, 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 three and a half, half minute, minute song. Yeah, it's it's one yeah. of their shorter songs. And, um, yeah, it's just one of their shorter songs in general. Yeah, it's yeah, definitely under four. Yeah, I want to say three fifteen to three twenty maybe, but yeah. I'm not sure. But yeah, I mean written by Bruce Dickinson, so we discussed how he's a, a fencer in a previous episode, mm-hmm. and that probably has something to do with this. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I'm not entirely sure, but I would guess that's probably got something to do with why he did this. Um, I don't know, is it, do you have the other songwriting, or is it just... Fred Adrian Frederick Smith. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Job and uh, Steve didn't have anything to do with it. Yeah, no. probably, I would guess, have something to do with uh, Bruce's thinking. Yeah, Adrian and Bruce and picked up on it. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, when Jody talks about D&D in the course, Bruce says, sunlight falling on your steel, you know, death and not. So there's the sun and steel. Yeah. And you can almost hear it as Bruce sings it, as he pulls the sword out of the sheath and he goes, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but... But yeah, it's, that's where it comes, and it's, it is short. There are two, what, two verses mm-hmm. and a chorus, yeah. and a little bit of repeating of the chorus and stuff. And guitar solos. Guitar solos, as always, because yeah. you can't have a good Iron Maiden song without blistering guitar solos. I don't think there is an Iron Maiden song that does not have a guitar solo. There should not be. True. <laughs> but yes, yeah, it's a good beer, it's a good song. Yeah, The background definitely. information's kick-ass. Mm-hmm. 
I thought so. Ah, they're in agreement. <laughs> Death <Yeah>. horn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so I, I have nothing else. Um, me either. Well, that's a peach. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Now I'm taking a caddy shack. <laughs> yeah, excellent. I didn't want to finish that because you're not my hun. Yeah, is that true? <laughs> no, no, Mr. Haversham. Mr. Haversham. <laughs> this way, Mr. Haversham. <laughs> Did they die on you, Tony? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I think that's it for this episode. Okay. Uh, let us know if you enjoyed us being more in person, or at least in a bar. Yeah. <laughs> and in person may happen more often sometime soon, but we may have to decide if we're going to do it in loud places. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that might be a little difficult. <laughs> so, yeah. Go drink the beer. Go listen to the song. Go read some Eastern philosophy. Yes. I mean, nothing to me beats the American philosophy of pragmatism. True. But that's probably because I'm American. (laughs) (laughs) Well, of course. (laughs) Let's move on before we piss on everybody else. You guys are great, too. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We all have some. Wherever you're at. (laughs) We all have our issues and stuff. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, before I put my pruder down into my mouth, <laughs> I'm James. I'm Jody. We'll talk to y'all later. Bye. The Macabre Manor is brought to you by the Twin Terrors. All rights reserved. Stay tuned for some fun outtakes. Uh, I'd say this would be the one episode my wife listens to, but no, it won't. Yeah. <laughs> she still hasn't listened? Oh, hell no. She's not going to listen to any of these. Yeah. <laughs> She doesn't like me telling her things for 10 seconds, let alone listening to the two of us talk about the same inane crap for 